This is the Proud American Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones. The proud Americans we bring on this show come in all shapes and sizes. They have differing careers and interests and lead vastly different lives. But one thing they all have in common is that they have an impact on the world around them, whether it be with their friends and family, church, community, or like our next guest, across the entire country and now even world. Proud Americans make this country and the people around them better with their actions and dedicated service. Karen Worcester is the co-founder and executive director of Reese Across America, a national nonprofit dedicated to remembering our fallen, honoring those who serve, and teaching the next generation about the value of freedom. Along with making the world a better place, Reese Across America also makes this podcast possible as our newest sponsor. So I'm a little bit personally thankful for her as well. I'll let Karen explain just how they do these amazing things as I welcome her onto the show. Karen, thanks so much for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, feel free to tell me, be quiet if I get carried away, because (laughs) this is a passion of mine. Uh, Reese Across America, like you said, has a mission to remember, honor, and teach. And we are most known for placing wreaths on veterans' graves during the holiday season, and that's December and um, holidays. And But our mission is a year-long mission. And historically, it just started as a family thing back in 1992. Um, our family, who had always been in the holiday wreath business, had a surplus of wreaths. And my husband recalled a trip he had won as a paper boy to Arlington National Cemetery. He did not serve in the military, but he's always been a, a very patriotic man of good character, and he wanted to say thank you. So long story short, he got permission to take 5,000 wreaths to uh, Arlington National Cemetery, and um, in placing those wreaths, it was life-altering for him and the handful of volunteers that were there, there that day. As they placed the wreaths, they found themselves saying the names, and making a very personal connection. They were in the oldest section in the cemetery. There were a lot of unknowns in that section of the cemetery, something you you would be surprised to find out perhaps. But he couldn't help but wonder, as he said the name of somebody who was laying there at the age of 19, if they knew, if they knew what that they were going to die, what their circumstances were, what their family was. And so we vowed as a family to always go to Arlington every year. And from that point on, we did. We did that until 2005 when a photograph was taken by a Pentagon photographer. It went viral on the internet and the American people wanted to participate in what we were doing. So um, by 2007, we did form the 501c3 and to, you know, just speaks to how the American people feel about those who serve, including yourself, sir. Um, We have grown in leaps and bounds and, um, the year before COVID, we actually placed 2.2 million wreaths. And even during COVID year, our 2 million volunteers went out into 2,500 locations and placed close to 2 million wreaths to wow. say thank you. To say thank you. But um, again, the the teach piece is when you do place a wreath and make a personal connection. And we've, we have a saying that, that comes from that and, and that impulse to say the names, and that is that a person dies twice. The first time when their heart stops beating, the breath leaves their body. But the final time is when their name is spoken for the very last time. And that's what we fight 
to do is to remember the names, not just the names, but to find out about the individuals because the, the whole heart of America lies in those stories of character and courage. And those stories are the building blocks for us to build our children's future on. They need these stories so that they go forward and learn to love this country. I couldn't have said it better myself. I agree completely. And, and for our listeners, you know, we talked a little, you, well, you talked a lot about how you're honoring the fallen and, the, and there's three parts to your mission even. But just to go back to the Reese, explain to us, kind of take us on a journey of how these Reese, where they come from, how they're made and, and how they get where they're going. Well, the, the wreaths are actually made, right? They're still made by my husband's uh, company, although he, um, all things being equal, he's, he's still, he now bids on the process. And, but they're made here in this little community. Uh, they're made by hand um, and they are sponsored at this point. Um, he still will, as somebody signs up for a location, there's no cost at all. If you have a cemetery that wants to participate, um, he donates ceremonial wreaths that are made here. Um, if you want to place individual uh, wreaths on graves, then you have a, an ability to sponsor a wreath for $15 to be placed, and they're placed by our volunteers. Um, they are the, a great part of the story, which speaks to, I believe, that growth is that everybody can give of what they have. And those wreaths, 90% of our wreaths are delivered in volunteer trucking, uh, volunteer trucks by volunteer trucking companies and drivers, oh, which wow. is it is huge because we couldn't do what we do. So many of them are veterans themselves. Some of them are independent truckers. Some of them are big companies. But they all understand how important it is that we take that time. And it arguably one of the busiest times of year as families to go out into the cemetery and stand at the foot of a grave and say thank you. In saying thank you and teaching that lesson, we've, we're giving our kids the most important gift that we can give them. You know, I, I just recently interviewed uh, Roger Donlin, who was the first Medal of Honor recipient from Vietnam War, and an incredible man. He, he actually got his medal early on. So he's had it for a long time and he's been around. And I asked him, what the most important thing that we had to do right now as a country is, and what is the message that Reese Across America should be trying to teach? And he told me that, and this actually makes me a little emotional, he told me that we have to teach our children to love our country. And um, boy, that's true. And <laughs> Today the, more than the, ever, I think. <laughs> the best love story, the best love story is with men and women like yourself who have that love for country, who stepped up and while the rest of us are fat, dumb and happy, put themselves between us and harm's way to the point that it almost looks too easy to the rest of us. So by bringing us together with the stories, the 99% needs to connect with the 1% who take care of us and own your stories because your stories are the biggest indicator of what America represents. And that's why we need to be proud. We need to be proud of service and sacrifice, not only of those who go and fight, but their families, the, the huge sacrifice to family, families that you know sit down during holiday seasons with an empty seat. And we need to own that. That's our heritage. That's what we need to be proud of. And that's what we need to teach our kids.
there's a lot of loud noise. We got to be louder. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think there's some irony there. You say there's a lot of loud noise and we have to be louder. And I agree with you there. But the irony for me is just the simplicity and solemn gesture of placing a wreath on a, on a headstone for a fallen soldier or Marine, airman, sailor, and just the, the visual that paints and what it tells me, I can close my eyes and experience placing a wreath. I've been to Arlington. I've seen the headstones. I, I go visit my buddies there. And it's as kind of simple as that is, it leaves a big impact, not just on, you know, maybe someone who sees that, but on the person placing it. And how do you feel like what you all do has, has affected the lives of the volunteers you have? Well, you know, it's, it's not what we do so much. These volunteers will go out and stand in line to get a wreath off the back of the truck. And so you might have a family who thought, and this becomes tradition for many, many families. And so they're standing there in line, and they may be standing in line behind a gold star mother, and they get to meet a gold star mother. Yeah. And they get to understand. Or they might be like me, and they're, like, they're down in Section 60, my, my husband and I, a few years ago, and we were recognized by this young mom who came up to us and she had two little kids, you know, and they were so cute. One was, I don't know, five or six, a little boy, and he was all bundled up in a snowsuit and had a snotty nose and <laughs> a little baby on the hip, with, you know, all red cheeked with her little mittens. And they thanked us so much that they came there and there were all these people there because this was their Christmas. This was where daddy was. But the little boy wanted to show us his daddy's grave and how he he had put the wreath. So, I mean, and it's hot. I have a mother's heart, you know. I've got six kids and nine grandkids, and this grabbed my heart. And we went to this this grave, and all that you can just vision the the stones and the wreaths are placed so nicely, and it's all in cookie cutter fashion. But this little boy did something different for daddy. He had placed his wreath right flat on the top, like a hat. And there it was. <laughs> you know, I'll never forget that. And I got a little snotty nose kiss and it made it real. It makes it real. And so the interaction wow. that people get with the other volunteers, you know, we and and volunteers, I it just makes me so proud of the people in this country because twenty five hundred locations all have a volunteer coordinator. They go out and get sponsorships in their local community. And everything about what we do is so hyper local. We do it nationally, but every community has that same love for their local veterans and they have their same love of community. And you don't see enough about that, but they come together and they learn about each other. You know, I'll, I'll never forget the first time that we did our local cemetery and I put a wreath on my dad's grave and my best friend's father was buried there. And I had lived across the street from her, you know, my whole life and didn't know that her dad was in the Navy. And there he was. And so I learned something. So it's learning from each other and everybody coming together and giving what they have. Because, you know, patriotism begins at home. You know, we can blame what whatever's going on anywhere else, but we have the opportunity. And when you take your child by the hand and you go out in the cemetery or you participate in the fundraising events or you participate in... Uh, you know, reaching out and gathering stories with the local VFW or any of those things you do, you're teaching your children. And every, you know, here's a crazy thing. Every time you teach something, you learn something. And we learn more about each other. 
and you become more and more proud. I, I say we just connect the dots. That's what Reads Across America does. We connect the dots between all the people that love this country. And I got to tell you, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Well, I think uh, connecting the dots is an important thing to do. That's part of what we try to do with this podcast. But, um, you know, I've got a story I want to share with you myself uh, that, that you all have inspired for me to share. And uh, and I got a few more questions for you, but we're going to take a break real quick and we'll come back with more Proud American right after this. Listen to the all new Brett Bear podcast featuring common ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Karen, I tell you, you're talking about the experience of placing a wreath and you're painting a picture of a snotty-nosed little kid and just, you know, how raw and American this is. And I know you're from Maine, which I've had the, the opportunity to go up there and visit Maine a couple of times. I enjoy hunting and I've been really fortunate to meet some amazing people in that beautiful state. I would say it's one of the best kept secrets in the country. So I'll try not to let that out too much. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm from Georgia and I think we were talking before we started here for every R that you may not use. I'll probably <laughs> use an extra one. And I think that's yep. just, <laughs> you know, <I'll> that, <laughs> But that's the amazing thing about this country is we all are so different, but something like this can really bring us together. And, um, and back to my own story, I, I used to live in Washington, D.C. after I was injured and recovered. And I had, unfortunately, a lot of opportunity to go attend a burial as my friends still fighting overseas were killed in action and, and were buried in Arlington. And before I left Washington, D.C. to move to Texas, and they say there are, it's different than even we do. Um <laughs> I wanted to go and visit my buddies one more time. And in the age of social media, I posted on, I believe it was Instagram. Hey, if you have a friend buried in section 62, which is where most of the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans are buried, um, let me know. And I'll, I'll snap a picture of their, of their grave for you, or, or at least let you know that I went by and said, hello. And I'm standing looking at my buddy, Nick Sprotsoff's grave. And I had my wife Meg with me and she was looking in the row in front of me for our, our other buddy. And I said, someone posted and I'll just use a, a name, John Smith, Cor- look for Corporal John Smith. So I yelled up at her, Hey, look for Corporal John Smith. And as I said that a lady and her husband were walking across the graveyard and from, because as you know, you can park pretty close in those sections. And, and she yelled back, did you say Corporal John Smith? And I said, yes, ma'am. She goes, and yeah, I get cold chills right now saying it, but she goes, yeah, that's my son. We buried him a few years ago and mm. uh, he's the grave right behind you. And she said, you oh, know, wow. I have, she said, I've been here every year since we buried him, but I haven't had the courage to get out of the car until I pulled up today and you were standing right in front of his grave. And I felt like if you could do it, I could too. And mm. um, that it, I, I'm at a loss for words to really explain what that means. But I could imagine with Reese Across America, you have those moments probably more often than I could guess. Well, absolutely. We, we, we call them God winks. The Gold Star families we're so close to. And, you know, my mind just races with the stories of, of people that come up to us and things that happen and people that are joined together. And, you know, even some of the truck drivers, the things that they do, like what they'll put a wreath on the front of their truck and, and drive all the way to California to deliver wreaths. Karen, I just want you to know that what you and your family and your organization does really touches a lot of people to include myself, the host of the show. 
And I just can't thank your family enough for what you're doing. And I look forward to seeing the growth of Reese across America, because that means the growth of patriotism all, all across the country. Well, thank you so much for, for having me. And like I said, there are so many stories. I hope that everybody will go to our website, ReeseCrossAmerica.org or our social media pages and see these stories because uh, the, these are, this is the family. Reese Across America is a family. And what we do as a family is try to tell the stories of the men and women that kept us free. And in doing that, bring us all closer together. So thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we love you. We love what you do. And we look forward to seeing more Reese out there and more Americans learning the stories of these heroes. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more about Reese Across America, how to donate or see how you can become a volunteer, go to ReeseAcrossAmerica.org. Karen and her husband, Morrill have taken a quiet idea for a solemn purpose and inspired millions of Americans to honor those who have given their lives with these beautiful wreaths. Hopefully hearing the wreaths across America story will inspire you to participate and join in honoring our fallen heroes this December. To hear more stories like this, visit foxnewspodcast.com and be sure to check back next week for a brand new Proud American Story. I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones. And thank you for listening. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.